What's going on everyone? It is Wednesday, so you know what that means. Audible Nation is on. I want to thank everyone again for tuning in and checking us out. We've got a great show in store for you today. We're going to kick things off with PEDs, drugs, and behavior within the NFL. We're also going to introduce a new segment called Embrace the Suck. So with that being said, let's not waste any more time and jump right in and create debate. All right, so we're here again. Another week, another week down. How you doing, Eric? I'm doing good. What's going on? We've got a lot of things to cover today. So uh, I guess we can just talk about the PEDs, right? Another uh, another suspension? Well, I mean, I guess the reason why I wanted to talk about this today is because, um, and I know we're a little late, but hey, we're a new show, so uh, mm-hmm. we need to you know, address things as they come. And then the reason why is because Ezekiel Elliott, I mean, here we go again, uh, just, what was it, yesterday or yeah. the other day, the court, you know, basically blocked the NFL from, um, you know, urging his suspension, you know, upholding his suspension, you know, earlier. The reason why I want to talk about this kind of things is because I, I don't I don't really understand what it is that these NFL players that are getting paid millions of dollars gives them the right to act like jackasses. I mean, I don't know what your take is on that, but... Well, a lot of, uh, the, I guess, the Zeke thing going on is a little different than the PEDs, but... Uh, but, I mean, it's, I mean, that's just one thing. I mean, that's just the behavior part of the NFL. Right. Uh, okay, the behavior is one thing. I think uh, you're asking about PEDs. My own little opinion, they they take these, these drugs, these steroids, these player enhancement drugs just because they they want to be on top of their game they want to make it to the nfl they they start yeah, young. But, but think about it though it's not even just peds it's also marijuana drugs there's uh you know drug abuse within the nfl now if they were if they were smart in college if colleges were smart and they knew that they had a like a, a heisman trophy winner or you know supposed you know later down the line right. they should they should have a class that is specific to football players, NBA players, any kind of professional player that is going to be earning a, a you know a living off of their sport. Yeah, so they, that way they can educate them and they they have that. They have a NFLPA class, but it's maybe they need to work on that cuz they're not they're not telling them what they need to fix. They're telling them how to get out of shit. Well, see see um you know, I talk about Zeke and you're right. It is a behavior thing, but when, when I guess this topic really is is drugs, behaviors and um PEDs. Now, Cowboys and Ravens, they actually lead the NFL. They led the NFL this NFL uh, this season to open up with suspensions and drugs. Um, you know, me being a Cowboys fan, it, it really sucks because, you know, these guys that are supposed to be on our team, you know, supporting and repping our team, they are holding us back from getting any better right. every year. Uh, we had a great season last year. Uh, what was it? 13-3. Uh, and right. And um, now we're, we're without, like, I don't know, it's the four guys. Um, Big key players. Yeah, and it's just frustrating, you know what I mean? So <laughs> Frustrating, tell me about it. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I, I just don't I just don't understand. Like, what, what gives these guys the idea that they can just act like jackasses? I mean, money isn't everything, but I they, guess... They think they can get away with it. It's probably a part of it, is that they have the money or that they do so well that they have these fans. Uh, sometimes cops do let them off with speeding tickets or, you know... I'm sure they do their part when it's a uh, drunk driving and you know, they pull them over, they get it on camera, they're going to have to put them away. But, you know, it's a it's ego thing. It's like, hey, you know, I got, I can show up at your kid's party someday or they try and to then pull lift, it off. And then lift a, a girl's shirt and show her titties oh, or yeah. what? I mean, does that make it okay? No, but that's, that's what they think they can get away with. See, and, and like for me, like again, um, you know, preaching to the choir, I'm a Cowboys fan. I, I was actually happy that he got a six-game suspension. I know many Cowboys fans uh, uh, weren't, 
But I mean, let's, about let's, the let's, w. yeah, but well, I mean, it's not even just a W. How about some dignity? How about, yeah, well, yeah, to, you know, to, to how, what about that girl that, you know, he left it at her top and, off? And that's your, like, your sensibilities. This, this guy needs, needs to be put to justice. And, right. you know, if justice is taking six games away, take it away. Yeah. I'm on the same page as you, you, the, the things crimes. you do. Yeah. You, 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 like you, you do the time. You, I mean, you be do the crime, you do the yeah. time. See, and like I guess many Cowboys fans out there, they don't really think that way, and and it, it's it's just a shame. It's things like that that really makes me, you know, doubt whether or not I'm following the right team. Uh, I'm I'm a I'm a good proud Cowboys fan, but when it comes to this, especially uh, there's one guy I would like to address also, you know, abusing the drug policy. It's uh, Randy Gregory. Man, that guy cannot stay off the tweed. Like, what is it? <laughs> I, I mean, uh, you know, everybody, you know, I'm not going to say everyone, but, you know, the majority of people have tried it at least once. You know, I sure. know I've tried it a long time ago I've been there. You know, at, at least once. And, uh, you know, it wasn't it wasn't a big thing. I don't I don't you know, I don't see what the, the good thing about it is. And it's just I, I don't I don't understand why they still have this guy who is more than likely not going to play the entire season and didn't play last season. Like, why are they keeping him on the roster? What are they waiting for? This is one thing that pisses me off about the Cowboys. Is that Jerry Jones and Stephen Jones? They like to keep people that are practically like jailbirds, or you know, <laughs> just people that you know shouldn't really be in the NFL. They can't control themselves. What's well, not that? They, I mean, yeah, I mean, well, it's like you said, it's your, it's your personal responsibilities. Like, why? Why is it such a big deal that you can't control yourself? It's your. This is your profession. It's your job. You're, your teammates, you're gonna let them down because you think you can get away with it, or just because. You really can't help yourself, like, like you said, it's it's not really that big of a deal. But sometimes it is a pain reliever. Sometimes it's the PEDs that that help them get through this pain, this ridiculous sport that you know we tune in every Sunday. So let me ask you this though: Do you think that you know an average Joe like you or me, not not specifically us, but like just somebody like us, were to be given millions of dollars to play a sport out of nowhere, like if something happened and magically, boom? Do you think they they would act like a jackass, or do you think they would have some kind of sense? Because these guys they they come out of college thinking like, oh, I mean, actually not thinking. They say in their little uh, thank you speeches, I want to thank my parents. They've blessed me with all this, that, and whatever, you know, great culture and all this stuff. Right. But then they go around and act like jackasses. They try and be modest. Up so front, do you think but... somebody that's an average Joe that would be blessed with like let's say ten million dollars would as much act as like I want to say that money changes you, it doesn't change you, like uh, the the other. Uh proverb it just uh, magnifies who you are if once you get this money you do with it what you will i mean if, if that's what you always wanted to do you wanted to experience the, the drugs or just like play that lifestyle that's just what you're gonna do it comes and goes i guess see and like from the very beginning of the season actually from the very beginning of last season there was a lot of speculation on ezekiel and his i guess his behavior um it definitely came from that one time tmz caught him in the denver pot shop Right. You know, like, I think it was Denver. I'm not sure. Uh, could be forgetting. It was quite a while back. But I'm pretty sure he was caught by TMZ in, in a pot shop. And, you know, it's it's ridiculous. Like, like, bro, you're about to enter the NFL. Like, get a grip on yourself. Right. And, and and the message goes for everybody else. Like, I, I, just, I just don't get it. You know, I, I, I really don't get it. Whether or not it's legal in one area, like, you know, it's your job. It's against the, it's against the rules. Whether it's in Denver, in Dallas, in New York, you have a set of rules. You stick to them. Like, like we're adults. Yeah. You we're adults. We know what's right and wrong. That we're maybe a little so older like than him. But yeah, it's maybe that's where we're coming from. Right now. We're a little bit older. He's coming into money. He thinks he's hot shit because um, 
maybe he does have low talent. But now he's in hot shit. Yeah, and so I mean, I don't, I, I just don't, I just don't see how it benefits the team. Right. Because instead of look uh, thinking about football, now the Cowboys in specific are thinking about you know Ezekiel Elliott. Are they going to have him the next week? Are they going to have him the next week? Regardless, if they say that their their mind is on football, it's it's not going to go away. The 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 thought about what's going to happen with Ezekiel is never going to go away within your team until it is actually over. Right, it's always going to be a question. Right, exactly. So, I mean, until then, to be continued. But I just don't see this ever going away for the Cowboys. You know, I, I think this is a problem that they need to address. Um, I know Jimmy Johnson wouldn't have any of this. That's for damn sure. I don't know. The same thing goes with the Ravens too. I mean, I know we we're talking about the Cowboys, but. Because more so right now, you know, Ezekiel Elliott's in hot water for his antics and his behaviors and, you know, whether or not he, he beat up his girlfriend is not my, you know, that's not for me that's to not decide. investigation. Yeah, that's not for me to decide. It's it's the courts. But if, if the NFL found something. Something strong enough to, to want to uh, suspend him. Yeah. And then, you know, something's got to be there. But, in, in, you know, in the meantime, I would wish that people would respect the decision and stop being, you know bitches clamoring over oh, yeah like oh no football. like yeah well there goes our season right uh, you know just kind of like we we mentioned last week you know a season is not you know based on one player whether or not you can have them especially with the cowboys o-line you can right. put you can put um Bilal Powell. yeah you can put Bilal Powell, <laughs> you know in you know behind that line and he'll look like a, a superstar so pro bowler well i don't know i mean denver did with, with the crap out of and where did they the Cowboys? Where did that come from? I know they got they real defense, but yeah, they couldn't get anything. We'll, off the we'll talk. We'll talk about that in a little bit. You know, yeah. when we get into our new segment, let's go ahead and uh, talk about Eli Manning and the sure. Giants. You know, I'll, I'll I'll be you know one to say, I I, di- I didn't watch the game because I, I thought it was going to be a boring game. Yeah, you know? I mean, what after last week? Like, what else could you expect with the Odell Beckham not really? Uh, questionable up until game time. Right, and nobody really likes the Lions. I mean, yeah. I mean there are fans out there that like the Lions, but I mean, I don't, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know anybody down here that says, "Oh, hey, yeah, I'm a Lions fan and is proud of it." Right. So, um, I mean, I, I typically we like to talk about the first game of the week, which is um, the Bengals Houston. But to be honest, I saw the entire game and it was the most boring game I've ever seen in my life. But yeah, there really was something great that happened out of there, and I'll get to that in a little bit. <laughs> But uh, yeah, let's talk about Eli Manning. So the reason why I want to talk about Eli Manning is because last week I made a comment. Well, actually, we talked about you know whether or not Eli Manning either A, still has it, or B, needs to be a running quarterback. I think he just proved it. He proved my point. Right. This guy, he, he, he's, he's, he's just like his brother. He's a standing pocket quarterback, which is not a bad thing. But the, with the way the NFL is moving you know, nowadays, you got these young bucks, these defensive ends, these linebackers that can, that can break through that kind of you know, style playing of quarterback. He doesn't have, he's not going to have, especially with his O-line, he's not going to have all day just to sit there. Right. Sit there and, you know, pick defenses off like he used to. It's it's, it's a different game. So my comment last week was he needs to either A, uh, learn to run, or B, the Giants need to just move away from Eli Manning and, uh, you know, call it a day, call it a wash, pick up somebody young. Because, again, they're going up against three other opponents in the NFC East, which is, the Washington Redskins, right. Philadelphia Eagles, right. Dallas Cowboys. Each right. one of them have monsters for runners. Right. So, I mean, I just don't know where Eli Manning fits in on that. He's part of that, like I said last time, he's, he's part of that aging uh, quarterback. Right. Like the old a Tom Brady, play. the Tom Brady's, the Drew Brees, all those older, you know, even the Joe Flacco's. I'll, I'll even say Joe Flacco. Are we, are we done with that whole uh, 
not the right offense. The the running quarterback. I mean, the, it came. Is it is it over? Like the the RG threes. I don't think it, I don't think we're over. I mean, I think. I mean, again, like a lot of these new newer quarterbacks coming through, these rookies, they're starting to show that old style again, where they they can sit in the pocket, kind of like you know, like you're saying, Eli did. But uh, I don't think so. I mean, if you look at Deshaun Watson, you know, this on Thursday, I, I see that one. Um, that was a nice fifty yard run. He, he, that guy can scramble, but I mean, I, I mean, I think there are some good quarterbacks. I'll give you an example: Andrew Luck. He's a standing quarterback. He doesn't really rely on his legs, but he can if he needs to. Yeah, he can. Um, but I think he he's one of those quarterbacks that got drafted in that was expected to be a standing quarterback in that scheme. Pro style, right? And I, and I think that it really works for him. But in in many of these offenses that you see nowadays, is you know with um, Seattle, also obviously Russell Wilson running all the time. Uh, when RG three came in, hell, even Michael Vick back in the day, you know, with the Falcons, man, that boy could run. <laughs> I said this last week, um, yeah. but yeah, so a little bit of Vick and Deshaun, like you said. Yeah, so watching. like going back to Eli Manning after watching all the highlights, I, I was very surprised um, because again, he proved my point. You thought you, he was gonna turn around? Uh, no, I thought he was gonna get sacked and sacked <laughs> and sacked and sacked, and he did. So, okay. and there was even a sack um, reported by ESPN. They called it the ghost sack. And the reason why is because homeboy was running or trying to run. They and he just like took a took a dive for a sack. It's like, uh, what are you doing? Like if you can't if you can't run, just take the sack like a man. Yeah. You know, don't be a weenie. I I don't know what it is. And he it, it was pretty bad. You know. And then to top it off, uh, there was delay of game. Um, it, 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 I don't think. Do you think the the team's about to implode right now? I I think um I I think I think is I think it's just over. I think it's just time to turn from here. Well, I think it's just time to move on from Eli Manning. I mean, you've got a great wide receiver in OBJ. They got Brandon Marshall. They got um Sterling Shepard. You know, they don't have a run game that much. Uh, they just need to rebuild on their O line. They'll be all right. But I think that it all begins with your quarterback. You need a you need a quarterback. Oh yeah, across the across the way, the other New York team. They've been in that same boat for past what? Dude, don't even get me started with that team. I'm just saying it's the same kind of a uh, quarterback situation where they got quarterbacks coming in and out, in and out, and without a franchise quarterback, then yeah, it's it's trash. It's... I mean, they they thought they had one in Geno Smith, who also was a running quarterback. Yeah. But then he got punched in the jaw, and then <laughs> uh, you know, end of story for him. I haven't seen him on the field since then. Actually, every time it looked like there was promise, he came through and. He had a good pregame or preseason game. You know, get excited for the season, and something always uh, derailed him. Pretty much after the jaw thing, like he never bounced back. He tried to come through and try to. He showed a lot of confidence, but not a whole lot of completions. The stuff that you thought was there. So basically, he sucked. Yeah, he was no Mark. He was no Mark Sanchez. I mean, he he didn't get fucking butt fumbled, but (laughs) he just was never. He wasn't franchise. Right. They he just didn't live up to what they thought that he was going to be. Yeah. I mean, yeah, like you said, that's where it all starts is the quarterback. Because without it, without that, that franchise player, that Tom Brady, well, not even I really expected Tom Brady to be that. Tom Brady, I guess. No, I think he got his. Uh, um, he got his chance. His chance uh, of Bledsoe went down, I yeah. believe it was, and then after that, you know. Bad I, example. My bad. It, he, you know, <laughs> history was written when that happened. I guess Bledsoe, you know, you know, forwarded that that notion of, of the Tom Brady era. It's still continuing. Um, he actually did have a pretty surprising win against the Saints this week, so. That's pretty good for him, but let's get back to uh, Eli Manning. I mean, um, even his even his his coach was was pretty upset. Like, let's listen to what he had to say. This is coming from ESPN's post game. Uh, sloppy quarterback play. 
Quarterback and the center need to be on the same page there. we got to get the ball snapped. Because we have a veteran quarterback who's played a lot of football. I expect us to get the ball snapped. Usually the, the clock goes from uh, three, two, one, zero. Once it hits zero, they, they look at the ball, look at the clock. Usually have a tick once it hits zero to get the ball snapped without it being a delay game. I thought we had, we had a chance that's to get it off. Brutal. That's that's that, that's that's just brutal. I mean, when your own coach is calling you out, I mean, Ben McAdoo. Have you ever heard him fire off like that? I I don't think I've ever heard a quarterback come at. I mean, a, sorry, a, a coach come at their quarterback like that. I mean, I mean, there are there are times, right. but this is pretty bad, especially for a Manny. You think there's something in the background that we don't know about, like something during practice where he's just tired of it now, and that's why he came out during the press conference? Well, I mean, I, who knows? I mean, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say <laughs> I'm not I'm not gonna be a Greenberg. <laughs> uh, Mike Greenberg and and, and um, you know spread rumors um, because I don't know I mean right. I'm not sure if you know what happened with that but he apparently uh, spread a rumor oh no a, about Andrew Luck and um, yeah Adam Schefter got into it with him and it was a whole big thing on ESPN but yeah I'm not gonna pull a Greenberg oh, and uh, and start rumors um, so I I don't know I will but I can speculate does that mean like like with other other QBs other veterans when when did the coach come after your player like that I'm I'm sure it was a, a close enough game or disappointing end of the game but like you said when when does a quarter, uh, coach come after his quarterback like that I, I think I think in large part it was also because the I think the Giants they had an opportunity to win and then for them to have a delay of game. That's it's pretty, pretty embarrassing, like yeah. and uh, I'll be honest, I've never had heard a coach come after a Manning. That's what I was trying to say earlier. Is he's a Manning? Uh, he's got you know a, a name to uphold. Pedigree. And um, for a coach to come after a Manning like that, it's it's pretty. You know, you don't hear that kind I of stuff. So I want. I wonder if this is you know something that the the Giants organization needs to take in consideration. Not so much his words, but. But think is Eli Manning, you know, obsolete? Are the Giants obsolete because of Eli Manning? You know, at what at one point, if, if the Giants are, I don't know, three and six, do you sit Eli out and put your young buck in? I don't even know who their second quarterback I is, but if you knew who the, the I don't even know if it's a young buck. It could be somebody that's old, like an, another, another veteran. Like, yeah, like another McCown. Or something, journeyman. I don't know. But, I mean, you know, those are questions that remain unanswered. I mean, I don't know what your take is on McAdoo's words. Strong, they were. But uh, I didn't exactly see all of that. I saw the, the press conference. Strong words against uh, the Mannings. Uh, well, just Eli in general. But, uh, yeah, after his last Super Bowl, I mean, have they really been close since? I don't think so. Maybe he's been on the climb for a while. and It's always been Philly, Cowboys, Philly, Cowboys. And I think Redskins one year. I think they might have won Just in that year. division, yeah. yeah. Not an Eli fan. <laughs> um, and neither am I. So. No, but um, yeah. So that's uh, you know that that's pretty that's pretty ashamed. And and I, I want to use this to move on to the next topic. I think I think it I think we can you know stop sulking in Eli's tears, but we can definitely move on to who do we think that you know had the best win this week? I mean, I know for a fact for me it was uh, the Atlanta Falcons. Oh, I mean, say Matt Ryan. Yeah. I mean, Jesus Christ. <laughs> They, 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 they are, uh, you know, I went on record yesterday, sorry, last week and saying that, uh, the, the Green Bay Packers were going to be the team to beat. And I think the Green Bay, well, I, mm-hmm. I thought the Green Bay Packers were going to win the Super Bowl this year. It's not one of those, uh, like the previous season where Mr. Rogers has tell you to relax and spell it out for you. No, 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 no. Not even close. Not, not after, not after this, not after this one. It, it pretty um, good. The, and I'll give you a couple of reasons. That defense, uh, wow. Yeah, um, it ran right through them. Vic Beasley and those boys that. 
Jesus Christ. Uh, there was no stopping him. The you know Aaron Rodgers couldn't do his usual Rodgers thing and, and sling the ball like he did, like he did you know in past seasons. Yeah. Jordy Nelson, I believe, got even hurt. Um, it was just one of those things where it it looked like a horrible game on on paper, and and it was a horrible game. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers has his uh, he always gets his numbers. He's that good of a quarterback to where he gets his plays done with that receiving core. But besides Jordy Nelson, I really can't think of like other big names on that group. They, well, I mean, you probably just don't follow the Packers. I mean, I don't follow the Packers. Do but they have a receiver? Yeah, like, they have like Ty Montgomery. Ty Montgomery. He's a wide receiver slash running back. That guy is, is a is pretty pretty awesome. I've just, I've they known, also have Randall Cobb, who I believe got injured as well. Another great wide receiver. I just, I've known Aaron Rodgers to, to be able to, to throw the ball around they've and even pass got, it around. They've with even got, they've even got uh, um, Martellus Bennett as a tight end. Yeah, yeah, I, I know mean, they so, picked him up this, this year. So something that I do want to see from the from the uh, Packers though is run some schemes just like Belichick did when you know they were focused on Gronk. Yeah. Uh, like I think Martellus Bennett has definitely that that those kind of capabilities. He's got great hands. He's a power he's guy. He's, size. he's definitely not going to you know go down easy if you right. put one guy on him. So I, I don't understand why oh, they know, didn't use it more. Yeah, I, I I don't know why Fat McCarthy doesn't use it more. But I mean that's just my opinion. But you know going back to to the Atlanta Falcons, I mean. They they really really took it on the chin last year right. during the Super Bowl, right. you know having a giant lead. I think they were down. I mean up by twenty eight points if I'm not mistaken, yep. and then you know in the fourth quarter, the fourth quarter, th- like the the odds, the percentage of losing that game when you're that high, especially in football, had to have been like th- somewhere between three percent. I mean that's not fact. I think what I saw this past game was something that they probably learned from that loss is that you just don't take your foot off the gas. Well, I saw him finish out that game, like throwing, running. They just did not stop. The defense did not stop, and they took Rodgers to the ground as often as they wanted to. Dude, Aaron Rodgers looked like he needed a, a sleep number bed. <laughs> he was getting lit up, and his, he, I've never seen Aaron Rodgers on his back so many times. Yeah, especially yeah. The, that one play, the, the fumble, fumble for a touchdown. It was, the, it was that the uh, same one that, was it Vic Beasy? No, um I think it was. Like he tried to throw it away and it went like lateral, like straight. He tried to throw it forward, but it never crossed the line of scrimmage or the the plane that he oh, threw. Oh, that's the ball. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so yeah, like he just turned and there was just numbers in his face. It, it looked bad. Yeah, it was, it was pretty <laughs> bad. And you know, I think after seeing this 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 team, I'm gonna have to change my pick. I think actually the the, the Falcons are gonna repeat as NFC East. I mean NFC champions and and go to the Super Bowl. Now will they win it? I don't know, because I'm also predicting Oakland Raiders to go to the Super Bowl. Okay. But yeah, these Falcons. I think. I mean, if you remember the Spurs, this 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 crossing to the basketball world for a second. So 2013, I believe it was the Spurs played the Miami Heat, right? In a seven game series, yeah. They the lost. They lost the you know the Ray Allen shot. The, yeah, it was the Ray Allen shot. You know, it, it killed him, and, and the Spurs lost, which was a, which was a game or a, a series that they could have easily won, yeah, but they, they lost. They lost the series. And what did they do the next year? The following year, they came right back. They came back than ever. exactly, and they whipped the crap out of the Miami Heat. They whipped the crap out of everybody. I have a feeling that we're gonna see that happen again. I have a feeling with these Atlanta Falcons, they've they've done things on the offseason to better their defense. I think we're just gonna we're just definitely gonna see a bigger, better Atlanta Falcons that will not falter under the pressure in the Super Bowl this year. I this game just proved it. I think being on the big stage. Sunday night football. I think they just proved it to everyone. Like you know, hey, we're here. Yeah, know? we're not as uh, as sorry as you think. We just like we we weren't choke. 
We're not going to choke this year. I mean, they got busted up last year. I mean, that's got to be heartbreaking. Oh, yeah. But with this win, you know, on Sunday, I think they they solidified it, you know, solidified their, you know, in many people's minds that they're going to be Super Bowl contenders, you know, with Matt Ryan, Julio Jones, and Devontae Freeman. Devontae Freeman. I mean, Jesus. I, I I don't know. I just I just think it's going to be one of those things that's going to be special to see, and uh, I can't wait. I can't wait. Yeah. So, I don't know. For me, again, the, the best win was the Falcons. Yeah. I mean, like, how much more excited? It's, it's one of the only exciting teams to look forward to now. Almost. Are you was... kidding me? I look forward to seeing the Titans. Well, maybe I need to take closer. I'm just kidding, man. <laughs> I was like, man, don't get me no, started. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, I I don't look forward to seeing the Titans. Not ever. Not once. I I I look at the the. I look at their game for like two seconds, and I have to change it. Flipping channels, looking at scoreboards, but that's what I guess I was leading to is, is there's not really a whole lot of scores. Uh, on the defensive side, you got Denver. You got uh, uh, not true. I, I will I will actually say that newly founded from everyone, Kansas City. Kansas City. That is a team to worth that is worth looking at. Okay, Alex Smith. All of a sudden, Alex Smith like you now, now Kareem Hunt. I mean, I, I think adding pieces. I think they they've got you know a, a lot of uh, great talent around them. Their you defense is actually out of the their Asian. defense is actually pretty good, and I think that they will match up really well against you know the Falcons. But if 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 we're talking about you know something special, I think Kareem Hunt, that guy. You know, I said, eh, you know, it was game one, right, against the Patriots. Let's see what he does in game two, and. Um, Wow, he sweet potato pie and shut my mouth. <laughs> he he showed up just like he did in game one and you know did pretty badass and steamed rolled and you know I think the you know the Philly Philly's defense was was okay they were pretty good right. but they just could not stop um, Kareem Hunt and I think that's what it was so I I think actually Kansas is actually another team to watch for exactly but uh, let's go ahead and uh, get right back into it and let's let's get a little um, I guess sad I mean oh. Yeah, I think it's time to get sad. Uh, so I want to introduce our new segment. It's called Embrace the Suck. So basically, Eric, what I want to do is I want to talk about two teams. Okay. Two teams in specific every week. And we're going to embrace them, give them some love. Okay. And show how much they sucked. <laughs> yeah. So uh, for the, for this week, we're going to be talking about two teams. Actually, not teams, I should say. Two games. Two games. We're going to talk about... The Cowboys in Denver oh, no. and the Jets in Oakland. Of course. Both of them had 40-point games. <laughs> um, but, you know, I want to talk about which one had the shittiest game. I mean, I know for me who it is, but uh, why don't you go ahead and kick it off? Of the two games, as much as everybody looks down on the Jets, I don't think they did that terrible. I mean, they You up, are an idiot. They put up points. Where was your, you need where's to your stop Dallas run game? You need to stop yourself. Oh, if you look at, if you no, if you look at if you look at the points, it is really not that much difference. Forty two to seventeen versus twenty to forty five. Okay. What is the difference? So you need to stop yourself. Defense. <laughs> they can't stop anybody on the other side. So for you, the Jets had a better game than the Cowboys? I mean, I watched that game and it didn't seem like they couldn't get anything off. They, and it didn't seem like the Jets could get anything off either. So for me, the Jets had a shittier game, and let me tell you why. We didn't have a dancing Marshawn Lynch on the sideline. Well, Mar- that's going to be Marshawn. Marshawn be Marshawn. But the expectation for the Jets was set so much lower. So when they come up with 14, 16 points, it's like, oh, hey, it wasn't that bad. We got promise. It's going to suck. And that's the problem. That's the problem with, you know, NFL and fans and, and um, you know, I'll even dare I'll even dare to say it, Cowboys fans. You know, Cowboys fans put that kind of pressure on themselves by calling, you know, the Cowboys America's team. Yeah. You don't get to call yourself America's team and then suck. 
So obviously the media, other fans of NFL that are not Cowboys fans are going to bash on you. They're going to hate on you. What comes off as hating. So the Cowboys had a suckier game. No, I, I think more. I think the Cowboys are just as human and sure. they're allowed to have a sucky game. Now, the question well, you can't is... you can have a sucky game, you call yourself America's team. Exactly, but so, I don't call them America's team. So for me, so again, for me, okay. the Cowboys didn't have the suckiest game. I think the Jets did. And I'll give you reasons why. Okay. Because they don't have shit. Well, they don't have they don't have a quarterback. Who's their quarterback? A McCown? McCown. Okay. Who's their wide receivers out there that you know he's throwing to? I don't just, know. They picked up well the one that caught the touchdown, Kersey from uh, Seattle. That's it, pretty much. Uh, they got their rookie from last year, uh, Robinson. And then like that, that, that's that's what I'm talking about. See, yeah, and, and, well, but again, like that's that's why my expectation is so low. I am a Jet fan. But see, if, if there was no expectation bar. Eliminate the ex- expectation bar. The reason why I think the Cowboys had a better win is because they have a team. I know, it, I know it, it can sound dumb to say that, but in order for good teams to come out great, they need to fall. And I think this 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 loss is going to better them. Guaranteed. Watch them on, on Monday. Come Monday Night Football when they're playing the Cardinals. I guarantee you they're going to bounce back. They took one on the chin, and they're going to come back stronger. Yeah, they're going to have to. Now... The Jets, however, they they took it on the chin, and are they going to come back? Don't got, think so. Yeah, man, coming up, they got uh, you can never tell with these conference games because they take it to heart and they're going to put it out there. I know Coach Tabo's doesn't seem like he's uh that fired up, but I mean he takes it to heart. He wants his team to win. I think every coach wants their team to win. It's uh, I mean they're playing the Dolphins, so I mean it's 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 Jay Cutler and you know Jarvis Landry. And McCown and Kersey X. <laughs> Who knows? The three you know? receivers on the side. That's 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 my point. This is why I think that the Jets had the worst loss. Well, it's because they're going to lose and not get in. No, I mean, see, and here's the thing: they've become the new Browns. But see, the Browns—they're actually better than the Jets. Well, yeah, and, the Browns and, are finally turning something around after years and years and years. But my point is, the Jet, the, the Browns can still do something with that lackluster team. The Jets, even though they're lackluster, they don't do anything. They they don't advance the ball. They they can't they can't do anything. You know they they got Bilal Powell, whatever his name is, um, trying Forte. trying to trying, trying to run. They have old Matt Forte and aging Matt Forte. They 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 they're just gonna take this loss and then probably sweep it under the rug and be like, all right, you know, next game. We'll see you next um, Sunday. But I guarantee you, and this is why I think that the Jets had a worse loss is because of that attitude, that mentality. I can be totally wrong, and that's not how they think. Well, yeah, as players, but I, you'd be I like, think this fucking sucks. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it would suck to be on a team that you know just doesn't benefit from you know their players that they got, their squad that they got. So I think that like you know for me, anyways, the Cowboys had the. I mean, I'm sorry, the Jets had the worst. So I'm gonna embrace the suck, and I'm gonna go ahead and give the Jets a big hug for having the suckiest week in week two. I don't know about you, so but that's I'll my take, pick. I'll take that hug as a Jets fan. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Does that mean you're? Are you giving the Jets, you know, well, I mean, I'll take a, an it, embrace? I, but I'm I'm embracing the suck because I mean this this is where I am as a fan, and this is where it's been for the past couple of years. But who are you going to embrace? Jets be- between these, embra- embrace my Jets because yeah, I don't want to say they need it, but because like you said, the Cowboys they have their their players, they have their team, they have their off the field problems, but they still have promise. Whereas, like you said, the Jets got nothing. I don't know. Well, maybe Mike Tank Tank this year. We got uh, some college prospects coming up that maybe they'll look into some some quarterbacks. But other than that, I mean, I kind of gave up on Week One. I just I'm 
I'm in it to no, you enjoy can't the give game. up on game on week one. I mean, what they're gonna turn around and be in the playoffs? Hey, you never know. Awesome. Injuries can happen. I thought we Ben Roethlisberger could. Uh, well, I don't care about Ben Roethlisberger. I'm worried about Tom Brady. So uh, you know, <laughs> speaking of uh, Ben Roethlisberger, how about we talk about that Minnesota Vikings and and Steelers game? I mean, I don't know. Were you, were you impressed? Mm, not entirely with uh, Pittsburgh. Yeah. yeah. I mean, was, you kind of expect it, right? Yeah, it was it was a win that they, you know, inched out. It, it took a little time to get there. Um, the Vikings, surprise, surprise, they pull out another running back and replace Adrian Peterson like it's nobody's business. And uh, yeah, but I mean, I think I think for me, uh, one of the things that surprised me from that game was how how quick Everson Griffin was to get to Ben Roethlisberger. I mean, there was even a tackle where he almost injured his leg, and it wasn't because of a Minnesota's Viking. Uh, I mean, they sacked him, but it wasn't because a Minnesota Viking player, you know, at, uh, injured his leg. It was his own player that Falling kicked, up. yeah, like kicked his leg and made it bow. But I, I think for me, just looking at that Minnesota defense now, uh, Sam Bradford didn't play, which was, uh, you know, for me it was kind of big because I think Bradford right now is it's sad to say, but he is Minnesota Vikings. Like he is their franchise quarterback, especially when Teddy Bridgewater comes back. Yeah. You know, I think I think he is going to be the face of Sam Bradford. I mean, uh, the Minnesota Vikings, which is a good thing, because ever since last year, when, when they, you know, I mean, as long as you're accurate, you play the part. Like, well, I mean, he, ever since last year, when they traded him for I mean, when Philly traded uh, for Sam Bradford or Vikings, sorry, Vikings traded for Sam Bradford um, from Philly. They, they got the diamond in the rough because I don't know where Sam Bradford became, you know, an elite quarterback for that team. Took him to the playoffs, I think. And, oh, I'm sorry, I don't, uh, I don't think they went into the playoffs. I think they lost on, on a field goal kick. But I, I, you know, for me, I think this Vikings team has a lot to learn from this loss. But I mean, it was a great game. I thought it was, it was fun to watch. It was fun yeah. to watch a uh, fat hamburger or Ben Roethlisberger um, scramble and and. You know what? What? What I don't like to see is well, you have three guys that are about to sack him, and then all of a sudden he's still standing up. Like, how does that happen? He's Big Ben. I mean, I guess. <laughs> I, I mean, credit where to do, but how do you how do you train for that? Like, hey, everybody, come hang on me real quick. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't know. I mean, it's yeah. just. It's just. I don't know. It's he, just something that they props to him for. He's like the thirtieth wonder so of the world. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how you tackle that big man down. I mean, it's it's it's, it's quite an anomaly that that guy. Should we have expected more from them coming a playoff team like that that fought its way through this game? Like they they should have done a whole lot more from the get go. Like it seemed You're to take them a while. The Steelers. Uh, Steelers, sorry. Yeah, it took them a while just to get started before they started any kind of run game with Le'Veon Bell. You expect a whole lot more. See, I I think I think I think Le'Veon Bell's overhyped. Uh, I'm not saying he's not a, a great running back. He yeah, is. I kind of don't like that well, style, but but would I would I would I say he's elite? No. Right. Um. But then uh, again, there's explosive. Really, he's not. He's, he, he's not. He, he's he stutter steps a lot. He, he kind of waits, and once he sees a hole, he explodes. But like, but like for me, he's he's not one of the best quarter. Um, I'm sorry, uh, running backs. I think. Um, I guess to your question, should we have expected a lot? I get. I think uh, everybody's expecting a lot when you talk about the Steelers and. You know this new phrase that I, I just learned the killer bees, which to me is really <laughs> stupid. Um, They're reaching. Uh, I thought it was because of their stupid little bumblebee uniforms that they have, but like, apparently not. Well, they retired that, so good, good riddance. Good riddance to that. Thank but, God. Yeah. That was if we were the fashion police, that would be on there. <laughs> but no, uh, I I, I think it, it's it's for me it's it's the same thing that like with you know the Cowboys you you when 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 talking about the Cowboys there's always this expectation 
especially when you talk about, you know, Tom Brady and the Patriots, uh, Aaron Rodgers and the Packers, you know, now Matt Ryan and the Falcons. Mm-hmm. There's this there's this level of expectation that, you know, you, you can't hold these teams to because there's going to be a point where they're going to fall off. So in terms of this game, I don't know, because I, I'll be honest with you, I actually think uh, Minnesota has a pretty stellar defense. And I actually have them on my fantasy league in one of my leagues, and um, they've got me pretty decent points. Yeah. I mean, they got Everson Griffin, uh, Sandeo, Harrison Smith in the backfield. They got guys that can really cover the you know the, the backfield, midfield, and front. So I, I think the Pittsburgh Steelers, you know, they, 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 they fought a good fight, and they won, so. Yeah, they're here. They're uh, I don't want to say they're on decline, but I don't really see any new faces. They have uh, any big rookies besides T.J. Watt. Ooh, and that's another thing. <laughs> that is another thing. T.J. Watt. Wow. All right. Now that you bring that up, <laughs> uh, I gotta. I have to go on record and say I'm officially pissed. Pissed. Oh yeah. Cowboys passed on T.J. Watt. How stupid! And you got this guy named Taco. I'm sorry. I know I'm going off topic here, but <laughs> but Jesus Christ. A guy named Taco? Taco. Everybody loves tacos. Dude, this guy, <laughs> TJ Watt, his first game, did phenomenal. Second game, was doing phenomenal up until he got his gro- growing injury. A little too much, too soon. Well, I mean, I, I don't I don't even think it's, it's, it's that. I think that's just the nature when you talk about a Watt. You're going to get too much too soon. You're going to get... That's a, that, that motor, right? I mean, it just doesn't... High energy. It just doesn't stop. And, I, and for me... You know, again, being a Cowboys fan, I think that like it, it's just kind of I, 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 I watch the drafts and I, and I think to myself, what the fuck are you doing? I remember when they picked Zach Martin. I was like, what the fuck? Now he's like one of the better players, you know, in right. the NFL. You know, they rebuilt their O-line doing that. But wow, T.J. Watt could have had him. Always wonder what if. Yeah, if only uh, the Jets can do anything with their damn picks. Well, I mean, I think there's Maybe from the trash. I mean, I mean, not, not 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 just the Jets, but I think that there's a lot of rebuilding teams. And it's, yeah, and it's hard because you gotta pick what's best available, and sometimes what's best available isn't what you need to fill. In See, and, and there's gonna be a time when all these all these teams they they just start to like fall off. Uh, we're seeing it now with the Giants. Yeah. We could possibly be seeing it with the Patriots because Tom Brady's getting older. They're getting banged up. They don't have Julian Edelman. Danny Amendola is out for a second week. They still have Chris Hogan and you know Gronk, but we all know Gronk has a history of injuries. Is that another uh, issue with uh, expectations where we just expect them to be great and they look like shit and they still put up like twenty eight points? See, and, and I think I think that's what it is. I think that's what it ultimately ultimately comes down to. And when you have somebody like let's say the Tennessee Titans with Marcus Mariota, you know, and them boys, your problem. If 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 they if they <laughs> sad to say if they lose a couple of more years and they get high draft picks, they're gonna be okay. While well, they still have Mariota, exactly. Yeah. Young and you know fresh, yeah. Full circle, um, come back around to that franchise quarterback, and, you and you're and you're seeing it, and you're seeing it right now, very evident in the Oakland Raiders. Now, this is the team that I I picked this year to go to the AFC Championship and go to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Like I I have the the Oakland Raiders winning the entire AFC. That and that is me counting out Pittsburgh Steelers and counting out the Patriots. The Patriots. Yeah. Um, I just don't see it there for the Patriots. They. I mean, you can say what you want. Oh, it's Tom Brady. But if you don't have an offense, if you don't have an yeah, O-line. Yeah, you can see with the Raiders on both sides of the line. Yeah. And and, and, now, and now with Marshawn Lynch in the backfield, I mean, he's not, you know, producing amazing numbers, but he, he's one of those guys that can that do more. Back? Yeah, he's, he can do more uh, for your team than, you know, not. So it's always great to have somebody like him. And what I mean by that is he can block. Mm-hmm. He can do a quick boot. 
like a screen pass. Right. And then he can definitely get you that third down conversion that you need. Right. So when when you when you pair up a running back like that with you know a Michael Crabtree, Amari um, Cooper, yeah, Amari Cooper, you know, and and you got a, a great young quarterback that just signed a big contract in Derek Carr. Yep. I think there's a lot of promise for that team, and I and I've been saying it for two years. Man, watch the Oakland Raiders; they're gonna be all right. But I think this is I think this is that year. I think comes out. I think so, and I, I hope I'm right. But you know, if I'm wrong, me too. I got Derek Carr. We can we can we can see about next year. Yeah, but yeah, to, I mean, going back to expectations, I think I think people just need to lower their expectations and, and not 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 like lower the expectations of, the, of their team what they what they want, right. but like if if a team doesn't do well, like a Drew Brees and the Saints, if they don't do well, don't bash on them because I mean it could just be that you know a good defensive it, it, team. Well, not not only that, it could just be that you know it's time to to change things. Starting with coaching, starting with quarterbacks. I mean, you, you can't really fill spots with like older veterans. I think like the Jets did that a couple of times. They pick up Brett Favre, they pick up LT, they pick up Brandon Marshall. Brandon Marshall had that big drop in the middle of nowhere all by himself. Like you start picking, like like you said, the New Orleans Saints. They pick up Adrian Peterson. Are they just trying to fill spots? Are they they trying to rebuild? They think they can do it? Are they uh, losing Drew Brees? I mean, they didn't. They didn't. They didn't even need a running back. They had Mark, yeah, they have Mark Ingram. I, I I think. So I think the I think the Saints <laughs> they got in over their heads and they they they're actually doing too much because if you if you listen to one of the you know uh, post game com- uh, interviews with Adrian Peterson after after week one he basically said I didn't sign up for nine yards he does be number one yeah yeah I think that uh, and what I mean by the Saints got in over their heads is I think they were being greedy and they thought that like having two great backs on you know. Behind fifteen yards every time. Yeah, I think that they were gonna. They were thinking like, "Hey, let's let's run a, a um, run by committee." Yeah, and and, and nope, it's, it's not working out. But speaking of nine yards, Ezekiel Elliott, <laughs> nine yards, the lowest in the Dak and Zeke era. Was it was it because the O line sucked? Was it because the the effort behind Ezekiel Elliott wasn't there, or was it was you know, better better defense? defense? Yeah, I mean, to me, it was a combination of all. I didn't see Zeke run like he usually does. Yeah, was the effort just not there? Was he just not into it? Maybe he didn't prep himself the way he should have. Maybe he, he got high. He play. Maybe he got high behind before yeah. the game. I mean, who knows? But I mean, that's not to take anything away from Denver's <laughs> defense. I mean, they have a stellar defense, but I don't think that their offense. Again, I am not a Trevor Simeon fan. He's a uh, he's a goofball to me. Uh, I don't know. I've, I'm gonna watch that game right next to you. He had his touches. He had accurate throws. He didn't. He got sacked many. though. He got sacked, but I mean, he was smart with the ball. He didn't throw it away. He didn't lose it. I and know. It, it was. They looked like a, a smart team, and they really put it to your Cowboys. So uh, <laughs> I, I have to. I have to say though. Uh, there are many fans, many cowboy fans that are out there, um, you know, doing this controversial stuff, adopting these uh, these theories that the NFL is trying to stick it to the Cowboys and Zeke mm-hmm. Elliott because there is one part of the game where the 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 play clock was just jumping, you know, up and down. It was literally going from like fourteen to sixteen, eight to ten, like it wasn't going in sequence. It right. was it was just jumping like it was skipping and it was weird and yeah. so so there's people yeah. out there that are saying that Goodell and you oh, well. know the whole NFL <laughs> is is out to get the Cowboys I think that's absolutely ridiculous <laughs> to say I think you're foolish if you believe that I mean I I, I don't know I think I think this is why Stephen A Smith from ESPN says that he does not not like the Cowboys he does not like Cowboys fans and that's <laughs> what makes him hate you know Cowboys you know nation 
and and I have to I have to agree with them. It's it's shit like that that makes me hate other Cowboys fans because it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous to even say. Everybody's jealous of what? That's what I mean. That's what that's what I'm saying. Everybody's jealous of the Cowboys. I don't I don't think so. I mean I I mean I don't know. I don't know what it is, but Ezekiel Elliott nine yards. I mean wow. I mean I think Blah Powell put up like sixty. No, he didn't. <laughs> he couldn't <laughs> have. <laughs> All right. Well, you know. Funny. It, it that, that that was pretty fun and you know I wanna I wanna get to the plays that made us say damn so um, I guess I'll start off with mine and uh, it, it was pretty pretty intense uh, I I I have to show I have to show you this so I didn't want to talk about you know the week two starter game on Thursday night football mm-hmm. um, because it, it was very very boring I mean you couldn't pay me to sit sit through that game again. Uh, it was nothing but field goals. Since he still hasn't had a, a touchdown, touchdown right. um, it was just field goal after a field goal. You know, and it wasn't until Deshaun Watson decided to run, you know, use his legs, uh, that it actually got somewhat exciting. But for me, the play that made me say damn was when Geno Atkins gave rookie Deshaun Watson a welcome present sack. Listen to this. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> and the guys in the box are just having fun with that. Oh, Jesus, that was nasty. He just ran right over. So, so for me, everybody knows Geno Atkins. Uh, I mean, if you follow football, you know this guy's been, you know, in, this, in the league for you know quite a while. Um, he's still powerful. It looks like he lost a lot of weight though, which is pretty good for him. Right. But he's got a lot of power, and he can just you know run right through anyone. But I think you know in that play that that he just laid into Deshaun Watson. Oh my God, that for me was a play that said, "Damn." I mean, fuck. What about you, my friend? I see you get excited over your defensive plays. What about this uh, five-yard dive from Travis Kelsey, a little shovel pass from Alex Smith? He takes the run, dives over three defenders, and just soars into the end zone. I was watching this like, damn. There's not very many plays in the offense anymore where you see these guys getting their hurdles. No more. Uh, I haven't seen anything from Zeke lately. Mr. College it's only been, it's only been it's only been two games. <laughs> well, yeah, where are all the big plays? Week two of the NFL, and we've got like three plays to talk about. I mean, the, something like that. Oh. It's it's something we miss. My little opinion, where the runner just goes straight at the defender. He says, "Either come get me, or I'm gonna run right through you." Yeah, we saw that last week with Austin Hooper. He was oh, a yeah. Titan, Titan from um, Atlanta Falcons. Um, he scored an 88, 88 yard touchdown. Matt Ryan threw it straight to him in the middle of the field. Then, as in, in an open field. Safety comes up, and he just lays right into him. Now, going back to, I guess, the play that you're talking about with uh, Travis Kelsey. Right. Now, that is a good play. I'm not going to lie. It is a pretty good play. It got me up off my seat. I, 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 don't, oh. think, I don't think it takes much to get you <laughs> off your seat. I think, you know, the doctor. I was waiting for something, and any little thing got me going. Well, I mean, I mean okay, so, <laughs> so again, going, going back to Mr. Travis Kelsey here. We're we're gonna we're gonna hear it. Let, let's listen to how this play develops here. Here comes Hill. Fake there, but he's doing a little 
And he jumps over and he just gets tackled in midair. I mean, that was a, that was a pretty damn good play. They were trying to stop him from flying. That was a pretty damn good play. But, I mean, Jesus Christ, I mean, that, that's, that's kind of what you get with the, with the big guy named Travis Kelsey, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, I think those are pretty damn worthy plays, you know? I enjoyed it. Did you have to Take change your pants? I had to go back and sit down in the back. Did you have to change your pants? No, but they were fitting a little tighter for a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> On that note, I want to thank everybody for tuning in and checking us out again. Uh, tune in next week, next Wednesday, for another episode. It'll be our third episode. And, uh, you know, thank you.